You're listening to episode 28 of Brave and Boss, the podcast. On this week's episode, we are talking all about blogging. And I'm going to tackle the question, is blogging a waste of time for product-based businesses? I can't wait to get started. Let's go. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. All right, welcome back to another episode of Brave and Boss, the podcast. I'm your host, Christy Sumer, the founder of the ethical fashion brand Encircled, host of this podcast, e-commerce coach and mentor for B-School for Marie Forleo. I am so excited that you've either chosen to come back and listen to this episode, or if you've just discovered the podcast, welcome. I'm really excited to share with you today one very common question that often comes up when I'm coaching students in B-School. And that question is, is blogging a waste of time? Now, I would speak to the angle of product-based businesses since that's primarily who I serve. So if you are listening to this and you're a service-based entrepreneur, um, just know that I'm taking that perspective uh, because it's not something that's often talked about for physical product-based businesses. And blogging is a something that I'm actually really passionate about for a number of reasons. So let me start at the beginning. Um, So when I originally did Marie Forleo's B-School program in 2013, I had very little knowledge of blogging. Um, You know, I knew what uh, blogger.com was, (laughs) which some of you may remember it, or Blogspot. Um, And I actually started blogging about my journey of product development. So developing the product for encircled um, and the brand, I guess. And that was kind of my initial foray into blogging. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't really have a purpose. I just really liked the idea of writing down my story and tracking the steps of, you know, developing a fashion business. Now that blog's not available anymore. It was hosted on a separate URL and I deleted it a long time ago. Um, But I'm just a writer. I love writing. Like that's just something I've always enjoyed. And somehow I ended up in business school um, and doing an MBA. So I don't really get to practice my writing that much. Um, So I do it in my business and um, blogging is definitely an outlet for me. But I want to today talk about the implications of blogging for your business and how it kind of will fit into your content marketing plan. So as I mentioned in 2013, when I did B-School, um, B-School is really big on blogging. And I couldn't really at the time see how that would fit into a product-based business. But I thought, you know what, Marie knows her stuff. She's got a massive, massive business. And I'm just going to take her advice and see. Uh, so I started blogging for Encircled. And you can probably still find some of those early blog articles today if you scroll back to like 2013. Um And it's funny because sometimes they come up because they get a lot of traffic still and my team wants to revamp them. And some of the content is just frankly embarrassing because I also used to do my own graphic design. Um, So here's, here's the thing, like blogging is impactful. Is it the first thing that I would spend time on as a product-based business? No, but I do think having an active blog is a great way to do a few things. So number one, to build up search engine um, optimization. So ideally, if you're running a blog, 
you should be writing about content that would be relevant to your product. And that in turn will help bring in traffic from other channels, either organically through, um, you know, Google or another search engine, if you're optimizing your post properly and sending them up or through other social media channels, because it becomes a key pillar of your content strategy. Now, if you're not a writer or you're not comfortable writing, there's so many other ways to go about this. So I'm going to talk about that a little bit later on. So don't check out from that yet. Um, so blogging is time consuming, but if you know what you're going to talk about and you know how to write it and you've got some ideas, it can actually be pretty efficient. And blogging can be a great source for your newsletter. So oftentimes as product-based businesses, we fall into the recipe of let's just send out all our new product launches in our newsletter or tell everybody about this press mention we got or um, share a testimonial for an influencer. And we get into this cycle where it's just all about us and our products. And we really want to try and flip that script to be more about our customer. So how can we serve our newsletter readers with value? And one of the reason, ways you can do that, you could become a content curator. I've talked about this before that you can, you know, do roundups of, you know, posts that you think would be relevant for your um, newsletter audience. But ideally, you want to drop somebody onto your blog. So that's why blogging becomes a really great thing. You can start a blog on Shopify, integrate it into your store and start blogging. So let's do an example. Um, let's say that you have a soap company. This is like one of my favorite examples to use if you listen to the podcast and you make a line of luxurious, sustainable soaps with natural ingredients. Now, what could you blog about? This is often the point where people get stuck. They say, well, I'm not a writer. I'm not an editor. How do I know how to write? Like, I don't know what content to even develop. So really, you need to sit down and just do a big brain dump. We all struggle with content development, and I find it just easier to do it in a big batch. So do a brainstorm. If you have a team, get a, a team going. Um, if you have customers that you love, ask them what type of content they are reading. Ask them where they hang out online. Um, and try to put your own unique spin on this content. So one of my favorite tips that I've ever learned was um, from this uh, podcast marketing school uh, with Neil Patel and Eric Sue. They public uh, they publish episodes daily, and it's a really easy listen. It's only about a five to eight minute podcast. So I highly recommend checking it out. They're still doing it, and they recommended this tool where you could basically go in and look at like what the top. Um, trending articles are. And I'm going to link to that tool in the show notes because I'm blanking on the name right now. Um, so definitely check out the show notes on our blog to get that link. But basically, you could look up on, you know, various topics and see what blog posts were doing really well. And then they recommend taking them and then coming up with your own title and your own unique spin on it. So as an example, let's say um, right now, um, you know, hand washing is really big. So, um, you know, there might be a post that's up. It's like eight proper steps to hand washing or something like that. So you could do a post instead, maybe like the eight things you didn't know about washing your hands. You could totally reframe the post and write from a different angle. So you can use um, search engines like that as a way to generate content ideas. And now just a point, we're not copying these blog posts. So we're not copying their content. You're creating original content. You're just using it for inspiration for what you can write. Um, but ideally, you want to create content that intertwines with your brand. So it speaks to your product or your value proposition or your mission. Um, and it also will talk about something that adds value to a customer's life. So nothing's worse than a blog post where it's just all about your product. 
you know, I think it's better than doing nothing, but it's not much better than doing nothing. An example of this would be if you did a blog post and you run a fashion brand and you're like, here are, you know, 10 trend colors for spring and every single trend color is your product. You're like, ooh, that's great. It's very self-serving. It would be a lot better to do like 10 trendy colors you'll see this spring and maybe include a couple of your products, but include a couple other products to highlight uh, what's actually the trend colors for spring. You really want to turn yourself into a bit of an editor, an editorial. Um, If you are including external links or photos, definitely check with people for permissions before and external links make them open up in a new window. Um, But there's so many ways to craft content that would be interesting for your readers. A couple of recent posts we've done on Encircled, which is a fashion brand for those of you that don't know. Um, We've done our work from home morning routines. That's one coming out this week with our whole team. Uh, We've done, you know, endless ways to style leggings for outfits at home because a lot of people are working from home right now. Um, We've also done, um, I'm trying to think of another one we recently, oh, we did uh, four Uh, four easy sewing hacks for repairs that you can do at home. So we're creating content that our customer needs right now. And you know what? It doesn't have to take that much energy. Sure, the one with like the four sewing hacks had videos in it. So that's like really extensive content. But you bet that we're going to repurpose that content on Instagram, on Instagram stories, on Facebook, on Pinterest. Like we're going to really maximize it. So that really comes back to my mind. What's really important with blog posts is not just writing the blog post, but actually publishing and promoting the blog post. Many of you are great at making a product and publishing it online, but you're not as great at promoting the product. And I've been there too. Like you put in all the work of like doing the thing and you finally get it to market and you're like, okay, here it is. And then you're done. That is not a promotional campaign. So ideally when you're creating blog content, You write the blog post, you do your work to optimize it for SEO, and that can include various things, which I can high level talk to right now. This isn't an SEO episode, but you definitely want to make sure that the headline and meta description are optimized for keywords that people actually search and make the uh, meta description that you can edit in Shopify's blog um, reflect keywords that are searched, but also make it a bit of a, you know, captivating kind of headline itself. So make it so that people would want to click through to learn more. So if you have eight tips, you could share a few and say, click here to learn more. Uh, Really, it's like your advertisement for the blog post. So you want to make it pretty compelling. This episode is brought to you by Tresta. Tresta is an app for iPhone and Android that lets you do unlimited business calling and texting from anywhere with no hardware, just the smartphone you already have. Tresta is the best business phone app on the market, especially for remote teams. You need to stay connected no matter where you are, whether you're in office, working from home, or traveling on business, and Tresta is flexible. Whether you just need a business phone number, a complete business phone system, Tresta offers call management features that empower you to communicate smarter and more efficiently, like auto attendance, call recording, user groups, and more. Tresta is super easy to configure so you can set it up yourself all online. Tresta's virtual phone system makes it easier and more affordable than ever to set up a fully functioning mobile office. It's just $15 per user per month with no contract, so start your free 30-day trial today at tresta.com slash boss. That's www.tresta.com slash boss. And now back to the show. Now, um, 
once you've SEO optimized your article, you've added some imagery, some text. If you're stuck on imagery, take your own photos or, you know, use Unsplash or, you know, a paid um, stock photo service like Inspired Stock Photography is one of my favorites that I use for Brave and Boss. And, you know, set up your blog post and publish it and you're good. Now you want to take that blog post and feature it. So maybe you do a dedicated newsletter to it where you the call to action is reading the post. Perhaps you slice and dice the content into four to five Instagram posts or Facebook posts. Um, there's so many options here. Definitely make it Pinterest friendly because Pinterest is a great place to drive top of the funnel traffic for your brand. And maybe share it on Twitter or whatever other relevant platform there is. You could even maybe take it and record it in audio and share it on SoundCloud or something like that. Just try and figure out where your customer is and what format they like things in. Now, they may not like blog posts. This is something to consider. So at the end of the day, we always want to come back to our ideal customer avatar, which is something I talk about a lot on this podcast. We want to be doing things that drive interest to her, him, them whoever they are and however they identify and and name themselves. And blogging isn't for everybody. Some people just don't have time to read blogs. Personally, I love reading the everygirl.com. One of my favorite like emails I get every week. I like to read all their articles. They're really short and punchy and easy to read. I always learn something. But you know what? Some people prefer to consume videos or some people like audio files or podcasts. Like really start to understand what your customer likes. Now, I know at this point, many people will say, I have no idea what my customer likes. So here we go. Here's a great way to find out. Ask. Ask your customers, whether you ask them on social media, you could do an easy Instagram story asking them if they read blogs or prefer podcasts or videos. Ask, do the research. If you don't like using social media for stuff like this, you know, you could send a few of your best customers an email and just ask them for your feedback, or you could send a survey to your email list. Don't overcomplicate this. Try and figure out how you can reach your ideal customer in a way that makes the most sense and adds value to your brand. Now, let's say if your ideal customer responds and says, I like video or I like audio, I don't like blog posts. You know what? You can still make a blog post because a blog post is still great for SEO for you. So if your ideal customer is really into audio files or video, you can definitely create video files and upload them to YouTube and then embed them in your blog. And same with audio. You'll notice I do that with Brave and Boss. We embed a SoundCloud bar into the blog post summary. Um, You know, I don't need to do that, but that's where we like to host the show notes and it adds SEO value to our website and somewhere to click through through an email. So it's a really great value add for our customers as well, as well, a good boost for the brand. Now, um, you'll still have to write a bit of content in there because Google doesn't like it when you just publish, you know, a page with an embedded audio file or video file. And it would be super weird too, if somebody came to that page and just saw the video. So a couple of ways to do this, you could just do a high level summary of key points in the video with a bit of a brief introduction, won't take very long or audio, or you could have somebody transcribe um, the video or the audio and use that as the content in your blog post. There are services that do this. You could do it yourself. Um, There's apps that do it, but you'll definitely have to review it to make sure that the content is accurate. But this is something really common that people do, especially with podcasts. I see they have transcripts on their blog posts. And the reason is, is because it lengthens the blog post and adds search engine value, and then gives another way for people to consume the content. 
So net net blogging is important. It is important to add value beyond just selling a product to your customers' lives. I talk about this all the time in context of like email marketing because email marketing is like really content driven in my mind. It has to have that perfect meshing of both content as well as um you know, value and products and events and promotions. So this is really your opportunity to highlight what you do as a brand, why and for whom. So I'm going to give you a couple of steps for homework. So the first thing I'm going to ask you to do is sit down and think about a blog. Do you have one in your site? Have you used it recently? Don't just set up a blog if you're not going to post on it because people are going to go to it and then it's going to be very disappointing when there's no content or if your last post was in 2017. Second, figure out who your ideal customer is and what type of content they want from you. So do a survey, an email, or do it on Instagram stories or on a Facebook post and try and get a sense of how they want to consume content for you. It may not be what you think. Let's figure out what content they like and how they like to consume it. Either way, three, create a blog post and host that content on your blog. This is a great way to drive traffic to your website um, and keep customers engaged and activate your Facebook pixels. You can do advertising and retargeting. So make sure whatever you're doing from a content perspective that you figure out a way to embed it somehow onto your blog, whether it's a YouTube video, SoundCloud file, audio file, um, or if you're actually doing just a written blog post with imagery. Um, there's even creative ways to get like probably Instagram posts embedded or um, lives that you've saved onto your blog post. Make sure you add some text and content so that people have um, something to go to there. And then the last thing I'll say, make there's make a call to action on the blog post, like start a discussion, ask people a question at the end of the blog post, or have them post their favorite tip in the comments or something like that. That is a really great sign to Google that people are actively engaged with your blog. And also people coming to the blog will realize that like, this is like a real live business. It adds a lot of credibility to your business. And last but not least, promote your blog post to make it a key pillar in your content plan. Figure out how you can do this in the next four weeks. Can you plan to blog post? That is my challenge to you. And what will you make the content about? Do a blog brainstorm and get on top of that. It can make a massive difference in your search engine optimization, as well as the value you're providing your newsletter list as a brand. All right, that's it for today's podcast. Thanks for listening. I hope I convinced you that blogging does make sense for a product-based business. And if you have any comments, I'd love to hear them. Head on over to at Brave and Boss on Instagram and give me a follow. Let's connect there. Or you can join my free Facebook group. It's at facebook.com slash group slash Brave and Boss. And that group is really for um, creative entrepreneurs who want to connect. We do live weekly coaching in there for free um, and share tons of resources. And it's a really safe place to share and connect. So we'll see you over there. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.